Straight out of Palmersville, crazy motherfucker named C Cube, repping the gang of Popping the Boys podcast. You're right, I do hear you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's amazing, I don't think we can take that out. Just fucking belt him. Well, that happened. <laughs> Well, that's a- Wrestling is real. Yes! yes. And it is fucking awesome. I feel sorry for anyone who listens to this. Oh, God. No one's listening to this. Right. Hello. Uh, we're pretty tired. Um, but we thought during this festive period in between Christmas and New Year, we thought... Merry Christmas to all the Popeyes and Popouts out there. And Feliz Navidad for our Mexican listener. Oh! <laughs> yes. And a happy Hanukkah to our Jewish friends. Yes, Absolutely. Uh, Davy Star. No, my wiki's not a friend, but he will be. He doesn't know it yet. Wow, he will be. So creepy. <laughs> um. So yeah, we thought we'd just do an end of the year show to like for you guys, something kill a bit of time once you're gorging yourself on chocolates. Um. Just recapping all the best matches from North this year. Um. No, everything we think it, are sorry, best yes, matches. Sorry. Not all the best matches. It's just what we think or our personal opinion or our favorite things that have happened in North this year. That's what we're going with. Yeah, opinions are subjective, and if you disagree, you can absolutely tell us to fuck off. However, if you disagree with my opinion, you're wrong. I mean, I'm going to be disagreeing with your and opinion. And you're wrong. Fuck you. Well, well, listen, we'll get to a main event later, and you'll yeah. see who everybody else in the world agreed with. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've kind of decided to fantasy book the North card using the matches that we've seen this year, um, using kind of the, the stables of how cards are booked, especially in North. So we're going to have a pick for a tag match, hardcore match, like a light-hearted, funny match, multi-man match, um, your main event, you've got a wild card match that can essentially be like, yeah, if you've got a card, you can pick any match you want, um, and also like a little special mention or something like that. Yeah. But general general rule is, much like a normal card, you can't put the same wrestler twice. Cannot so, put the same guy twice. So that's actually, it's that's caused a lot It's made of it very difficult. It's, very, it's made it very, very difficult. difficult. But also very fun. That's been enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, I thought about my card long and hard. I'm happy with what I came up with. I'd watch this. Uh, yeah. Card. Uh, the, the, the hardest part about this has been keeping it from each other. This is the first time we spoke about each other's yeah. cards. This will be the, fun. The only thing we know about the card is that we know each other's main events. Yes, we differ on the main event. Yeah, we knew that going in, anyways. All right, Craig. Um, right. What's your first match on the card? Uh, what would you like? What would you like to open a match? You would say maybe a light-hearted match. You want to start with a light-hearted match? A light-hearted match. Okay. Well, my light-hearted match of the year. Um, I'm going for Club Tropicana versus the Land of Gentry. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Straight off the bat, first first time Club Tropicana in Captain, the uh, in the Riverside. Captain, Captain, Captain Sexy, Sexy and in against the Gentry, who are white hot. And it was a tremendously fun match. Oh, it's hilarious! You had the uh, you had the spots with the swim cap. The, yeah, the diving in. board. Yeah, it was just great. It was great, and it was great to see Club Tropicana. It was a different sort of match for the Gentry. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, loved every second of it. That's fair. Um, so many less spots. Yeah, uh, Benji gets his off suit. That may have been the start of Benji's bum pull. Or was that the one before? No, I think it was before. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, he, he gets it out a lot. He gets like, that cute little bumhole out from time to time. Please stop calling it a cute little bumhole. Why? Because it's weird. Oh, you're all weird. I know, but I just want to talk about people with bumholes. Well, that's what it, that's what the world's coming to in 2019. I'm fooling about it. But you know, stay with the times, old man. Okay. Well, you tell me what your lighthearted match of the year is. My lighthearted match was a uh, Gene Money versus Satchel Jones. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, yeah, it was a great match. Gene Money missed out on my card. Um, yeah. Why did you hit Gene Money? Card? I, no, I love Gene Money. Craig, let's not play that game. Well, well that's that's listen. Let's not play that game. <laughs> um, so yes, Gene Money missed out because I wanted to get Club Tropicana in. What you got against Club Tropicana? Absolutely nothing because I booked them on mine. Oh, Suck it. have you booked that? Have you booked that match? Yeah, booked that match. Uh, as your tag match. As my tag. My match. tag match differs. Oh, yeah. I, would, I would hope so because you've already booked the champion Club Tropicana. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does differ. <laughs> the process of elimination, man. Yeah. If you can't have them, yeah. you've got to have someone else. In true North style, I book loads of tag matches. Oh, it's, I, yeah. any belts. No, not not one. Oh, how am I, man? How many yeah. keep your pants up? Yeah, didn't think about that, did you? Well, that's the first time I've ever won you knowing you'd want my pants on. Yeah. Yeah, you got us on that one, you Yeah, prick. I did. You're welcome. Um, um, yeah. yeah, I just I just love the Gene Money thing. I love his entrance. Uh, comes into the ring and he just fucking flops first. Uh, Satchel Jones says, um, was a quick replacement because um, it was meant to be Connor. Yeah. Uh, I think he got the night off. Uh, but Satchel more than, more than held his own. 
in regards with the wrestling and the actual comedy. Like Satchel came to the ring playing an air guitar. Uh, from what I remember, it was a couple of months ago now. But like there was a ref bump. Satchel picked up that air guitar, and you just had this big no, Satchel, you don't want to win like this. And like it's an expensive air guitar. I'm pretty it sure. Was, pretty sure it was an air fender. It may. Um, I wouldn't know. It could have been an air Les Paul for all I know. Oh, that would be an air Gibson. No. Um. Yeah. I, I just loved it. Like Gene Money saying like, oh why is my match against Connor cancelled I brought my wrestling pants on and it turns out he brought fucking four different pairs of pants all of them got pulled down yeah. wearing a bread gold thong get his arse out it, it was one of the hardest I've laughed at a wrestling match yeah I, listen I loved the Gene Money stuff uh, I thought it was great but um, that Club Tropicana match um, I just remember the crowd being really I think be- because of, yeah because of also the gentry being so over his heels yeah. against Club Tropicana who are tremendous faces the, the, making them look daft the fantastic. riverside would just it was just unbelievably hot and when funny things did happen they were crazy but it wasn't all just laughs yeah you know yeah, that's absolutely. what I really enjoyed about the match and um, I just yeah I love Club Tropicana I love really, Club Tropicana really love the Genry really want to see Captain Sexy and Aiden in uh, 2020 again look forward I to hopefully seeing them again yeah uh, so it was a great moment with uh, the Gentry after the um, not this show just gone but the one before um, Scary Monster Super Creeps where um I think we had just started to like try and get into more interview type of things and like trying to like get our get our feet wet a little bit. We were schmoozing. We were schmo- we were schmoozing and schmoozing. And then uh, Zio walks past, so naturally we think we'll try and shoot our shot because we know that Zio follows on Twitter. Zio had been down since day one. Day one ish. Ish. Um, or as we always say, loves the boys. Loves the boys. Um, or puts up with the boys. Yeah, tolerates the boys. Tolerates the yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah, that's probably better. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we just kind of. Have a bit of schmoz, just be like, oh, Zio, uh, we're popping the boys, putting the putting the faces to the to the voices, uh, Sexy voices. and then uh, because of the fancy dress costume, uh, yeah. So earlier on in the night on the Halloween show, uh, there'd been a fancy dress costume, and uh, the guy that won it was dressed up like Benji. Yeah, uh, and Zio goes, yeah, cool. We'll talk to Ben about it, and then um, if the guy walks past, and he literally just says, "What up?" and he was dressed as Benji, and Zio just went, was just like. Alright, Benji. <laughs> like, no, no, he, he, he doesn't even do that. He uses his Sunday name. Oh, he was like, "I'll oh, see you." Like, oh, I'll see you later, Ben. See you later, Ben. Which it just we we broke up laughing about yeah. it. It was so funny. It was just so quick and nonchalant the way you played it off. Um, but yeah, that was that was fucking awesome. Made us really, made us really, uh, made us really uncomfortable that he used the Sunday names. I'm I'm not I'm not a fan of them. No, no, but you know, Ben, Benji, it could just be a little nickname. It could. Um, it probably is. Uh, although I ended up doing a little bit of research, mm. I actually found accidentally stumbled across what a uh, Zio Knox's Sunday name is. Zio, Zio actually. Oh, Zio, and you yeah. get Zio for short. Yeah, of course not. Zio, mm, beautiful, good, strong English name. <laughs> so, well, we differed straight out of the gate. Absolutely, classic us. Yeah, <laughs> causing arguments straight away. Straight away. Honestly, this could be our last of our podcast because we're going to be each other's throats for the rest. Well, it's of been it. a long day, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Try recording two podcasts with fucking handlebars. It's not working well. It's, but we are. Hi, my name's Chris Walsh, and my North 2019 moment was Rory Ruffalo's turn uh, at NCL 21. Uh, it simply blew the roof off the whole Riverside, which is why we come to North all the time. Uh, yeah, long live North, and can't wait for 2020. My name's Will. My 2019 North Norman. It's Rory Pilot. It was amazing. Speaking of tag teams and people that work together well, who did you book for yours? Um, my tag team, I went for the Deadly Sins, the yeah. Lost Boys against and Rock and Cole. Oh, nice. nice. Um, I went for the Triple Threat tag team because yeah. I was over the over the moon and overjoyed with both Deadly Sins and Rock and Cole. Yeah, they were great. They were, they were both fantastic teams. I'd never seen either one of them live and they brought a lot of to the match. There was some good comedy spots. There was some great chain wrestling, uh, and also the Lost Boys, Fraser Thomas and Rufio, uh, are becoming no favourites. Love a bit of Fraser Thomas. It was a massive win for him. Um, I love the uh, the Dragon Sleeper spot. The um, sorry, the Dragon. Oh, where uh, the, the uh, one of the one of the deadly turns. The Tiger Driver spot even. Uh, dragon Suplex and 
everyone, everyone. including his fucking yeah. partner souffle but souffle and then yeah and you know uh, the, the, the no handshake and bit was great uh, a fight. yeah the um, my, my accent's a little bit better a little bit better when you hung over the uh, the rock and call with the, uh, the the double moonsaults to the outside yeah that was great uh, Fraser Thomas hitting his big finish it always goes well onto another motherfucker onto another motherfucker I just thought it was a great match like one of one of the deadly sins just hiding in the crowd for like five minutes of the match uh, Weirdly, going back to the show we recorded the yeah. other day, or three weeks ago, if you're uh, if you're about that life, yeah. um, I'm sure one of the Deadly Sins undid someone's shoe. Uh, yeah, they tied. No, they tied laces together. Is it? Yeah, I think they tied someone's laces together. So, which so which is the, great. In the space of was a it not Jordan? Nah, Jordan. Was Jordan was the other side. He was, yeah. he was near the uh, old spot. No, yeah, yeah, he was sat down that one. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, someone. Uh, yeah, tied some laces together. Some um, shoe shenanigans. Oh, proud of myself. Oh, proud of myself. You big sexy bastard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved every second of it. But what about you, Craig? I, let me take a guess. Tag match. Landon Gentry versus Club Trevor Connor by any chance? How did you know, sir? I had a a a, a, a thought. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel especially in North we'd be remiss if we didn't put the Landon Gentry. They are the two time tag team of the year. They're, two time. They're absolute shit houses. But uh, they fill whatever role that card needs them to be. Like, oh, they were fire, they were fire heels. Between the two of them, they can they can play comedy, they can mm. do serious wrestling, they can get heat as heels. That just like I, I know it's weird to say considering how well booked they are in North, but I think even as well booked as they are, they are still undervalued because like it's just you can imagine when Bowers is setting up his card, he's just like, right, I've got a bit of a gap. And he's like, right? Do I need it to be comedy? Do I need it to be grappling? Do mm. I need do I need heat? And the Jeremy just fit in on everyone, so you can just be like, cool. Um, I'll pluck a pluck the wrestler out the top of my head. Yeah. Um, say we've got Damon Moore and Fraser Thomas. Yeah. Like, say somehow they're working together. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm that's, literally just that's, that's ludicrous. But I'm, I'm literally just spitballing, but like that that right there, you think it's going to be a hard hitting style? Yeah. You would need someone to like bump and sell again, Jeremy. Yeah. Like you need someone like Club Trot come in. Decent funny shit, generally. Like that, that's so fucking versatile in what they do. And it, I, to me, to say like right now, it doesn't go unnoticed. No, like I, I you know, for a lot of the same reasons that I'm, I'm when I was booking my card, I made sure the gentry wanted because it's not a north show without the gentry. Yeah, fuck them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you know, we need to take all that aggression out on somebody, and it's nice to be able to get visceral at the gentry. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, uh, you know, I can understand why you booked that as your tag match. Same yeah. for similar reasons to why I booked it as my uh, as a, my light hearted match. Yeah, the um, comedy and the yeah. serious elements in there. But I, I may, think this may, mainly comedy because Captain Sexy is a charismatic bastard. Charismatic and a sexy bastard. This is how charismatic he was. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you guys remember we mentioned our mate Scott. What up, Scott? Yeah. Uh, came was his first and only show at the minute I'm going to drag him in 2020 but um, at the end of the show when we went back to like schmoz with some of the wrestlers uh, Session Moth who was also on that card just like looks at Scott uh, and just says something like oh I bet he fancies me and uh, Scott pretty much fucking no sells Session Moth and, goes and he just goes he was like no no I'm here for him and points to fucking Captain Sexy who was stood behind her wearing a like holding a club drop t-shirt just thrusting his hips and his pink fucking wife runs just going bubbly and like just that really pops me like you've got the session moth who's a, a beautiful woman yeah. who is great crack who just wrestled a great match Al Scott's interested in as a skinny Irishman thrusting his hips no I mean <laughs> Scott Scott was very much taken away with Club Tropicana <laughs> he's first wrestling live show and he was like who are these guys I cannot get enough um, yeah Club Trop Landon Gentry both deserved it get on that's why they went on my light heart match I know what you're saying they were a good tag team match but I couldn't book a card this year without Fraser Thomas because I think this has been a great year for Fraser Thomas yeah. in North he represented North and Prague in the town he, um, he's had a great singles run him and Rufio have tagged a couple of times loved the Deadly Sins loved Rock and Cole and I really want to see a lot more of them too in North but for me this year has been the breakout year for Fraser Thomas in North and I felt I'd be remiss to leave him out. Yeah, um, I will hold my hands up when I was putting this card just because of the rule that we'd set in place. Yeah. So you hate Fraser. You hate Fraser Thomas. Why would I hate Fraser Thomas? He's lovely. Oh well, oh, oh well. You know, I apparently I hate people. I hate G Money. Apparently. Yeah, you said it. You're just putting words into my mouth. They're two totally different things. Mm, I, didn't, I didn't say anything. <laughs> yes, you did. I said I love G Money. Um, 
the, the record the history books will say otherwise Carl well fuck you Craig Wyman. you wish um, right anyway the Lost Boys Deadly Sins March and Rotten Cove yeah. uh, it does make my card another special mention part what so. did we I can't remember having a special mention uh, no we didn't but uh, <laughs> well, you just, <laughs> no you can't do that you can't just go oh, I've added a match in because I wanted to <laughs> fuck you that's not how this works if, we, it, if it's the rules no no it doesn't because <laughs> we this wasn't a match we agreed on you it can't was. change it right it here wasn't. it wasn't right <laughs> Right, so you can't change it right here just because I've pulled your punk card on the fact you haven't done Fraser. The one thing we've agreed on, as a team we agreed on, we've booked six matches and we left one space because we agreed that Car and Noir, Robbie X was going to make it on our cards. <laughs> yeah. That's the only special mention thing that's getting on here. So I will take your apology right here into this microphone. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, Carl. Yeah, you are. You I'm sorry, Frick you. <laughs> I'm Jason Ferguson, a long-time listener, uh, listener of the podcast, I guess. Uh, with North memory is, I guess it'll be Let the Cannons, uh, Let the Cannons Fly too, too uh, early on this year. It was my first ever show. Was probably uh, El Fantasma, I think it was, a match of the slow mo match. Yeah, 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 absolutely blew us away. And all. It was just like, I couldn't believe how that's funny and how well, put together, how, how well put together it was yeah. and all that. And just like, and being introduced to the cult, uh, the cult as it was and all that. And just, Our lawyers have said we can't call it a cult. Well, it's a cult. Yes, lawyers may say that, but who cares what they say? It is a cult. Love every minute. Love coming here, talking to everybody. And I'm just saying thank you to Bowers for creating this and all that. And thank you for the podcast and that helps us get through work. And all that. James, obviously, in my no memory, the slow motion match between Kyle Fletcher and that of our person music was a really good match. I think we should go with the hardcore match. Oh, please. Yeah. After you. Oh, no, man. I need to eat a drink. You need to, <laughs> you need to eat your sweets. Stop burying us, you prick. Okay, um, my, my hardcore match, while you take your drink, you big prima donna prick, you, um, was uh, Primate and Shreddy. Oh. Uh, we agree on something. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Primate and Shreddy, right? It was a fucking fantastic match. Unreal match. Uh, Unreal. Uh, it's really got Shreddy over as a... Is a main event at North, yeah, I think. Yeah, he, uh, he came back and it was two shows prior. Yeah. Um, can't remember the match he had beforehand because, you know, my memory's shite at the minute. Mm, nah. uh, I remember what I need to remember and pretty much everything else yeah. falls by the wayside. Um, but yeah, just the, the match where Henry comes out to level the playing field against the Gentry. Yeah. Obviously, Hen- Henry's had a fucking fantastic end of the year now. Um, he comes out, there's a powerbomb spot, like, uh, it's thumbtacks. Bring out the thumbtacks. got the thumbtacks. There's a yeah. It's a... power bombs and through the table. Yeah, he kicks out. I don't know how. And then uh, Henry gives Shreddy the sorry gives a uh, primate thumbtacks. They get brought in. He gets power bombing them as well. And it's just like uh, the last couple of months, you've noticed that Shreddy's getting a lot more interaction with North, both from the fans and acknowledgement from like the backstage. Yeah, like he shot a great promo just before NCL twenty two. Where he went toe to toe with Rory Coyle in promo in promo. That's that's fucking it's dangerous territory. And when you can fucking fight your own battle there, it's like again, it gets noticed. Yeah. Um, but just the spot, like after the match, they've got the medic pulling the tax out of his back, and he's, he's pissing blood. And he's cutting uh, a, cut a promo. He's yeah. He's gonna be banging and clanging and monkey yeah, hanging. Yeah, just another night for the shred line. But he's a proper hard cut. The, the thing is as well, like the, the even was... if even if like I do get scared looking at him now. Oh, wow, you just glazed over a bit there. Like, you just off dazed off in the distance there. Like, yeah, yeah alright. Want to talk about it? No, sorry, what? No, okay, um, so that was weird. Anyways, so yeah, well, what I, what I liked about that match is um, it's it solidified Shreddy a bit, and he didn't need the win. You know what I mean? He still lost the match. Strong in defeat, that Strong, he looked good in defeat, and um, it was a great win for Primate. Yeah. Let's, let's not understand how good Primate was in this match. Um, he took a lot of hard hits. There was a bacon sheet to the face and stuff, and oh, like did the whole spitting in his face, face and come on, bring, motherfucker. Bring yeah. yeah. Um, so it was just a good hard hitting match against two big bulls who pulled out a lot of a lot of good good hardware to yeah. make a bit more extra in the match. And I just remember everybody just being worn out and needing the break at yeah. the end of that match. And it yeah, was the end of the match. Yeah, it was it was absolutely tremendous. Um, so I'm glad we both agree on that one. Yeah, it's nice. Big fan that we are finally agreeing on something. Let's see if we agree on something else, Craig. Should we move to multi-person? Okay, we'll go multi-person. Multi-man. The mu- no, multi-person. Multi-person. Tw- it's 2019, soon to be 2020. Stay away. 
I will. Um, Stay woke. Yeah. We can talk about the matches and then probably go into a couple of the stories that we've had over the last six to seven months at North. Yeah, because there's involved multi people. Yeah, it's, it involves this. My match actually involves one of the people we'll be telling a story about. Well, please tell me who's in your match. My multi man match is from, um, I believe it's North 20. Uh, Boris Kozlov and J.R. Adams versus Screwface and H.T. Drake. This is more than hype. We have agreed again. Hey, hey. Check the boys out. We're a team. We are legion. Well, uh, dreadful team. But, you know. We're a team. Yeah. We are that. Yeah, I agree with you on this match as well. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, this was a great match. We're both big fans of more than hype. Goes out in. Yeah. Blah. And all that. Activate. Doing, um, doing, doing that fist thing. Doing the fist thing. Not at the dinner table, Carl. Um... Boris and Jay were, uh, you know, they've they're been a team in North for a while now. We're, yeah, 2020 is going to be a huge year for Jay if, uh, if Boris is out. Yeah, we're both huge fans of Jay and how she's coming along. Also, yeah. you know, fans of, fans of Boris. And then, not to mention two of our big favourite wrestlers and Dragon Screwface. Yeah, it was um, a lot of variables going into this match, but yeah, um, it was a great match. Uh, yeah, obviously, Dragon Armada uh, teamed with Fraser at Progress against uh, Gentry and Connor. Um, so you knew they could work together. I think the big thing was like these guys are clearly the top end talent of the card. Yeah. If they can work together, they're going to win that match because they've both got very fiery personalities in the ring. Yeah. If they're crossed or someone interrupts that pin of the of their team, you could see them just dismantling in front of your very eyes. Luckily, they managed to hold it together. They got that win. Um, Drake did use some nefarious means, which shenanigans. is shenanigans. Shenanigans. That should be an aftershave. <laughs> shenanigans. No, it's got to be French in it. Uh, Public boy. Oh. Public garçon. Shenanigan. Oh, that was yeah. beautiful. I'm a little bit turned on. Oh, I'm glad you feel it. Yeah, <laughs> boy. We've really got to stop recording these podcasts where we spoon. <laughs> just makes it weird, doesn't it? Sometimes the audio is a bit strange. You know, like, we should probably just sit at the table or something. No? No? Craig? Fuck you. <laughs> I think I won the won the year with that one. <laughs> um, you prick. So yeah, well, on that match, yeah, I agree with everything you have just said. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. More... Is, that, is that where he's? Uh, that's where Screwface is. Uh, lariat. That's where his lariat really got over. He absolutely clobbers Boris with it. The uh, the fatal lariat. Yeah, the fatal lariat heard around the world. Yeah. Well, definitely in the northeast. I definitely, definitely heard around the world. Yeah, that was crazy. No, it was like, literally the lariat that brought us to my knees. Admittedly, I was. I was three sheets to the wind at that point. Like, you were, but, you were, you were slightly tipping. But uh, just hearing it, kind of just like, just the empathy, just like, yeah. Fuck, even in a safe way, that that's not got a tickle. Oh, I mean, no, it wasn't. Like, but like, I don't think Boris had any chance but to sell that. You know, what I mean? yeah. like, you were selling that regardless. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's like the kind of breakout match mm-hmm. uh, where I became a much bigger fan of Screwface Armor than I was originally. Yeah, because like as I'm sure these are aware, I am recording quite a lot for like my Snapchat and like social media and shit like that. Um more than height went to do a dive to the outside and uh rewatching it in the morning uh, through clear ahead. You just notice Screwface push one of them into that dive. He's literally just like he's a veteran of I don't have to get in the way of this yeah. and just I will step some. off. Yeah. Yeah I think for me with Screwface it definitely went from the progress show mm-hmm. to to coming to North the following whatever and just staying on top of it and he stayed on top of that form since yeah um, he's when just was it like June yeah I think so June maybe July and it was the, it was literally the North show after that I think it might be in the week after was it or not much after wasn't, wasn't far after what I, I can't, it all blurs into one yeah it's, it's, um, like when we think about it it's been like fucking six months mate. Like, yeah exactly the fact that we even remember slightly of it yeah and that's this like it was them couple of shows that made me really think like I was always a Screwface fan, but really made us click think that it's really clicking now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really clicking, not just with like with him, but with the fans as well. Yeah, yeah, especially like he's found the spots that the that they go well for. Like in terms of like your WWE style. Yeah. You need your five big spots to get into a match. Yeah, yeah. Your, your five moves are do. Yeah, uh, and you've definitely found at least half of them in yeah. the last like couple of months. So yeah. like the rest are just like two seconds away or. Just moves that you love, and you're not gonna like, ditch. It's that type of thing. Like, it, it was an interesting dynamic of having like two guys who definitely feel they should be main event as first together as a as a tag team against more like, than hype and Lan, also Gabs in a, a mentor mentee. Yeah, yeah. Which was you know it was a really good, uh, really good match. I remember Gia coming off really strong, more than hype. 
are always fantastic athletes and you know they're entertaining they've got so much skill in the ring and they are so over like and they're getting winning though yeah which is crazy right yeah. <laughs> absolutely crazy that's terrible booking <laughs> um, um, so yeah so that's yeah so I'm glad we uh, I don't think we would agree on the multi-person you no I didn't yeah. think we would but I'm glad we do check us out um, I think it's because the rest of work like you said the, the rules that were put on our own yeah, cards absolutely um, we will do a little segue into um, just a couple of the stories that we've got from North Segway. Uh, a segue, if you will. And I do. Uh, I'm going to tell the Ishii Drake story. Oh, please do, Craig. Um, right. Push his microphone right in your face for this story. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if anyone listening, like, before it closed down or rebranded or around the summer, uh, Popolos is kind of the official after ball for North. Huh. Uh, me and Carl uh, and one mate, Greg, went there. Greg, I think, went home early. But, uh, yeah, poor show that night. Uh, he did, not the card. No, the card yeah. was great. Yeah, just, Greg was a poor show. Just hmm. uh, me and Carl ended up playing a bit of beer pong. We ended up roping Gia into that on that night. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also a little Popular Boys exclusive. Gia, for as young as she is, she's dreadful at beer pong. 19 year old, this day and age, you should know how to play beer pong. I knew how to play beer pong when I was 13, but then again, I'm from Blythe. Mm. And it, it right. Well, you have to shoot something in Blythe. <laughs> yeah, it's usually. Yeah, nope. 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 It's a type of shooting. Yep. <laughs> Black tall heroin. Move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, and Drake and then little little Miss Roxy came in. Um, I think Roxy went to go play beer pong as well with them, uh, like the lasses from the group. And um, we were just kind of sat there with the Drake and we were just shooting the shit, just shooting the shit, like having a little bit of chat with them. Nice guy. And I, I, I do genuinely believe it was about half a, half an hour to an hour of just honest crack, just about wrestling. Like it was just, it was just really nice getting to know. I I will just on this. Um, he probably I don't, he probably doesn't listen, but he also he probably hate me saying this. Um, H. Drake is possibly one of the nicest guys you can sit and pick his brain with for hours. Like outside of the ring. outside of the ring, like a couple of times we spoke to him after shows. He's he's the nicest, most chit chatty guy. I, I'm at a point now, for no matter whatever reason, I always feel I've offended him, so I just apologised him straight away, and it's because of this story. So Craig's going to finish the story and you will understand that every time I see Drake, before I say hello, I say sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, we spoke to Mr. Drake for a fair while. Yeah. Uh, and like the way I've kind of argued it is I feel as though we got to know the person as opposed to the performer. Because I'm, I'm very sorry to tell you this about seven podcasts into our show. Wrestling's predetermined. But it's real. But it is real. It's, it's real. real. It's not pre- it's, it's predetermined. real, but it's predetermined. Um, so yeah, I felt as though I got, got to know the boat. Uh, and as he was saying his goodbye, Roxy, I think he's heading off. Uh, I came up with a line that I now regret. I was essentially just like, "Look, it's been really nice to meet you. Um, like, what's what's your actual name? Because it was really nice meeting you tonight." Thinking like, you know, I was talking to the person, not the performer. Mm. Nah, he just literally goes back into H.E. Drake mode and he was literally just stares his dead in the face. H.E. Drake, no gimmicks. And I'm like, "Yep, yeah, you're H.E. Drake. Yep, I am sorry for speaking to you." And that's when I turned up. Yeah. <laughs> To, uh, Save me from a kicking. To drag drag, drag Craig away. Because um, I could have told him HD Drake is no gimmicks. <laughs> but it was... Um, it's a rookie move that I very quickly learned from. Yeah, he has, you have learned from that. And that's, that is grand news. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Drake was... You know, fairness, Drake was really cool that night. Uh, he absolutely owned you, which was hilarious for me to see. Um, but since then, I often feel the need to apologise pretty much on your behalf. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll bump into him a couple of times. Uh, that was also the same night like, you and Tom Campbell swapped jackets. Yes, I I got away his uh, announcer jacket. He mm. got away my uh, like corduroy fleeced jacket. Yeah, he, he said he didn't suit them, but I thought he looked dashing. Tom looked lovely. In it. Looked dashing. I, the, the the long jacket wasn't for me, so I'm I'm really glad I've got mine back. Well, you, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's the that's the start of you getting in the fights with wrestlers. Pop and the boys, pop and the boys, <laughs> pop the boys exclusive. Gabs, is, sorry, Gia is terrible at beer pong. Yeah. HD Drake um, scares the shit out of me. Mugs Craig right off. Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. That's an ideal. What are we doing, mate? Um, right, so it's five questions. Oh, five questions of doom. Everyone knows the rules. Do I die at the end of this? I hope not. I hope not. Because I've very still, much still got half a show to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I can't take all the I'm fucking dreadful. Right, question one. Who are you? I'm Tom Campbell. Sometimes. Sometimes. Maybe on the weekends, I, I'm. I become slightly different, but mainly during the week, I am. Um, second question. What's your earliest wrestling memory? Uh, Hulk Hogan. Lou 
losing to the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 6, I cried. Because oh, I was six years old and it was my wrestling hero and being defeated by the Ultimate Warrior who didn't deserve it. Oh, wow. Sadness. Yes. So, question three. Who or what has brought you to North tonight? Uh, Andrew Bowers, because he pays me. <laughs> uh, Bowers, Bowers approached me a few years ago to do the commentary for North Wrestling uh -huh. and then our, our relationship has blossomed to doing the pre-show for North Wrestling and now I'm the ring announcer for North Wrestling. And so a fantastic job. I, I'm here as a contractual obligation but I would as I always said when the time comes that uh, Andrew Bowers replaces me with somebody younger and firmer which happens to us all I will still come here as a fan Fantastic. I'll pay for a ticket you're very welcome to the Red Shirt Corridor Tom oh, God bless you mate uh, question four who is your favourite wrestler from tonight's card uh, so far I cannot not fall in love with Cara Noir it was fantastic nobody there is nobody that comes out to a to, to silence, silence but, but, it, but in a good way it's like, captivating isn't it he is a captivating performer it's the second time he's been here at North hopefully not the last oh I would love to see him more like I said I was still with Carl and I wanted to you know try and report because we're media relief professionals you're doing great and Colin, the matter the matter professional is you are are you broadcasting on a, uh, are you broadcasting if you are a broadcaster you're a professional broadcaster and Carl just went just, just shut up enjoy it exactly. um, finally Tom um, is wrestling real yes Yes. Absolutely real. What are you telling me that what I'm looking at is is a mirage? No, I'm, not. I'm watching two people uh, in the ring competing. Of course, it's real. Fantastic. And if it's not, then you're a liar. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Tom Campbell, thank you very much for your time. I will hopefully see you one of those spoons or popolos afterwards, and I'll we buy will you a drink. do ten beers, mate. Oh, <laughs> ten? Come on, part time. Well, that's better. So that's uh, Tom Gamble. Yeah, lovely uh, bloke. Lovely bloke. Interesting, uh, interesting story about how uh, we nabbed Tom Gamble for that interview, Craig. May I just first off apologise yeah. for uh, thinking the word mediocrely is a word. Mediocrely. Drunk Craig just takes a dictionary and fucks it all up. I happened to cross Tom Campbell on my way to the toilet right. as my bladder was full of the red stripes. Lots of red stripes. Lots of the red stripes. So passing by Tom Campbell, we had a bit of, we had a bit of needle. It was fun. I came back down and Tom was chatting to some people. I asked Tom if he was busy. He said yes, incredibly. And I went, Tom, come with me. Ten seconds. Grabbed his hand and literally ran him through the riverside like it was the crystal maze and I was dragging him to the medieval zone. <laughs> Dunking and diving through people. And parked him in front of you and literally went, Craig, Tom Campbell, yeah, five you, questions, you, go. Yeah, yeah, you literally went, five questions to do, go. Uh, so yeah, cheers for that, mate. I, uh, I had to think on my feet. Listen, did I get us Tom Campbell? You got us Tom Campbell. And what you went to do? Loves the boys. I'm Lizzie Atkin, my favourite North Wall of 2019 was the last time Martina turned up. She came out for a raucous reception and the tears in her eyes were replicated in mine. It was a wonderful, loving moment. Thank you. So we're left with uh, two matches. One is the wildcard match, so yeah. Joker's choice, and the main event. I think it would be rude of us to talk about the main event before a wildcard. Yeah, yeah. So uh, who's your wildcard? I am going to put my my uh, my balls to the mast. Yeah. I think we're going to agree on this again. Really? Yeah. Are we doing... Uh, so we go one, two, three. Yeah. And we'll mention which one you prefer first. One, Let's two, three. Set, set him off, Charlie Evans. Evans. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the lads have nailed it. Yeah. The lads have nailed it. Yeah. We spent so, too much time with each other, mate. It's a fact. Um, yeah, so session off, Charlie Evans, um, hardcore match, blew me away. It was fantastic. I, lo I love them off. Too um, much, one would say. I don't think there's can be too much love in the world, Craig. So seeing this match, it was the first time I've seen Moff in a hardcore match, uh, and it was my first real experience of Charlie Evans, and fuck me, was I impressed with that whole match. Um like it was you know there was a staple line we said to the guy who was on the desk behind we're like is that a real staple line they went no they were literally out today buying staples like, like is that gimmick thing but no, yeah, no they, they that, took that they took that staple from when we were putting the set up yeah yeah that's, that's a shoot stapler um, which Charlie Evans took the fucking heat took to the heat uh, there was a big brain buster spot they went through a table with thumbtacks oh, like, yeah well, like yeah that. it was it was the craziest of hardcore matches and I've always been a Session Moth fan so it just put Charlie Evans in a brand new life for me. There was that great spot when they were on the bar. Um, oh, beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, because I think most people, and I think you were quite surprised at this as well. I, we definitely discussed this on, on the other show. I think you weren't expecting that sort of a match out in the moth. I think no. you were expecting more of a comedy no, style match. Like I said, uh, this is the first time I'd ever seen the session moth. Yeah. Um, and what I get off our Twitter and like the way people react to her is that she is a joke. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean that, like it's. I, mean, I was about to ball up in there, like I'm, I was, I'm, I'm getting there. How dare you? But like, 
a lot of our gimmick is about not taking things too seriously, yeah. having a laugh, having cans with the lads, and then just a big bag of cans, a with the big lads. bag of cans with the lads, mm. um, and just to see some of the shit they did, I was just b- completely blown away by it. Uh, there's there's a lot of like similarities with us in that uh, the interval matches tend to be the ones that like blow away, yeah, blow away, yeah. Mm. It's perfect booking because uh, the interval matches blow away and then gives you 20 minutes to recuperate. Drink all the beers. Drink all of the beers and then get straight back worked up for a main event again. Yeah, that match was perfect going in the interval. Uh, the tees were going outside, which was great. You were straight out the door. Oh, man, I, I haven't moved that quickly in months. Charlie Owens was like, we're going outside. We're no, not we're going not outside. <laughs> it was tremendous. It was just a great match and I, I was really happy to see, like, obviously being a huge Moth fan, I was really happy for you to see her in a in a different light to what yeah, you were, you had perceived, and then I was also really happy to sort of found Charlie Evans and being like, "Fuck me, this this girl's amazing. I want to see more Charlie Evans." But I was listening. I want to see more Charlie Evans. Um, so we'll get the powers in a second. Oh, we will now. Yeah, because yeah, he's booked. No, he's not. <laughs> um, well, he's booked on this show. Yes, he is. Yeah. He is. He's booked on our show, as oft he should be. Um, yeah, so I really loved that match. I'm glad that we both agreed to put it in because yeah. I know we were sort of flipping a coin between that and the hardcore match with the uh, Shreddy Primate. Yeah, because they were both very similar matches, but they um, yeah, they both told two different stories and they were great. I kind of, uh, I kind of had to work it around. That's that match. Match is essentially why I introduced, you know. The dealer's choice, one yeah, because we both needed to get that one in. Like those two matches, like yeah. two of the best matches I've seen in North this year, involved the same stipulation. Yeah, it was the Shreddy Primary match, which obviously we've already covered, and it was the session with Charlie Evans. We needed to find a way to get both of those matches in the cards. Like, what if we do like a Joker card? Yeah, it could be anything you wanted. It was a grand idea because I was really struggling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and also this year, I finally, you know, you know, the moth got this close to my face. She licked yours. Uh, no, she didn't. She oh, didn't. Okay. I, I, I won't go bragging on something that didn't happen. Oh, um, what a gent. I know she didn't lick my face. Peril- perilously close, though. Perilously, perilously close. Great yeah. words. Great words. Yeah, um, but yeah, we're 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 to see uh, TNT next month. We'll get to see we'll get to see them both. Charlie Evans and the Moth in a deathmatch tournament. So I'm excited about. I'm excited and really nervous. I'm very terrified. <laughs> very terrified. I hope they're both okay. I hope that uh, North are all right with us um, cheating on them. Oh, going to another promotion. Oh God, I'm sure they'll be fine with no, it. No. <laughs> I don't think they'll have any issues whatsoever. No, they might. They might be angry at it. Luckily, we've uh, we've got a rapport with uh, Mr. Bowers and Mr. Chop, as we're about to find out. We're about to find out right now. Yes. Five questions, to everyone in the rules. Um, I'm joined with two very special guests with North Wrestling. May I have your names, please, gentlemen? Question one: Who are you? Uh, Andrew Bowers, owner, promoter, and graphic designer of North Wrestling. <laughs> Chop the sex slave of North Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> not mine. Not mine. Wow. Not, not mine. I mean, wow. <laughs> how do you go from there? Where do you go from there? Someone will pay enough. Yeah, will. Not me, because I'm will. fucking broke, but someone will. I've got um, loads of dollars. <laughs> Question number two What's your earliest wrestling memory? My earliest wrestling memory is, I think it's probably like, it's a mix of memories because it was the Hulk Hogan. I've said this before actually. Yeah, it's that Hulkamania. Um, uh, the Coliseum video one, oh, where it's right. like the blue yeah, video, yeah. Yeah. and I think the, I've just got—is it Bossman and Hogan in the cage? Mm-hmm. Yes. And does Bossman get busted open in it? It does. And are we always say Zeus comes at the start. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the salad steel cage. Yep. Yeah, That's the big steel cage. Is that the guy that tries to uh, yeah. pull pull the cage off, and it's just no. Zeus is a tiny listener from Friday Fame. Right. Uh, he had about three yeah. matches because they did a. Oh yeah, they did a crossover they did, film. Yeah, they did thing. a film yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and that was the build-up to it, I believe. Yeah. But that blue cage is like my dream. That blue cage. Right? Love that big solid Discovery in Edinburgh did it. I was like, how the hell did he find a blue fucking cage? Yeah. My first earliest memory. My first earliest. Demolition oh, yes. versus Mr. Fuji and the Powers of Pain. I was the same as him. I got a uh, Coliseum video VHS and I, and I just watched it ripped over. Yeah, it was called Wrestling Super Superheroes. Yes, I feel so young you right now. So oh, I could I could recite the, the whole Jess Ventura fucking yeah. commentary on it. It's just, just you watch I go straight back to my childhood. So given that you two are actively involved in North, this, yeah. this could be a tough question, but I would like honest answers. Who or what has brought you? Being tied to it and not being able to get away from it. Yeah, I got like yeah, no choice. He, he brought me. Brought me. This was dead easy. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I um, somehow managed to interview Tom earlier, and I was uh, I was asking, oh, uh, he went, 
who, who brought you north? And he literally went, Andrew Bowers paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yep. Well, who pays Andrew Bowers though? I was like, nobody. <laughs> nobody pays me. I was like, yep, cool. I'll go Jeez. fuck myself. Um, <laughs> Would you? I mean, twice if you're watching. Oh, well. Um, this one could be a personal one. Who's your favourite wrestler from tonight's card? Oh. It's a difficult From tonight's card. Say bye, Jay. Bye, Jay. Bye, Mr. Primate. Bye, I don't Mr. Primate. Bye, Mr. Primate. Harry, who are you buying in the trash tomorrow? Voice podcast, <laughs> That's fair. Me, Good me night. Saying, <laughs> Sky Sports, no, this is purely thing. Sky Sports. All Sky Sports. Hanging out with Harry Redknapp's window. Perfect. I mean, as a fan, I loved it. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes, primarily, I did see Bench's ass far too many times. It was a great one. You went out too early, though. May I just say? You? Yeah, you got a night off. Yeah, um, <laughs> and, uh, Red Pugan Did you expect that to happen? No, I didn't. We did not. Yeah, fair we did not. Job done! Work the marks. Take care, Fred. Thank you very much. Easy as night work he's had. And look what he's driving off in a BMW as well. Oh, I mean, right. As we got distracted by the. You forgot five questions. You know the Of course, I didn't forget the questions. Who's your favourite wrestler from tonight's card? Favourite That's good. Oh, fuck. I think it's. Uh, I mean, for me, though, I book them all, so. I, yeah, exa- I, I exactly. I just book all my favourite wrestlers. You're literally asking who's your favourite wrestler. You're child. playing that old school EWR on all of us. Yeah. I think, I think for me, Bowers, all right, it's from watching them come from the start and coming to where they are now. I've got to say, Gemma. Putting that shit uh, Gia. Yeah, Gia, okay. me. Gia, yeah. You know? Yeah, fair. I don't know, for me, it's difficult. I do you like Spike Trevay? I've got to say. You're not Look, allowed to like him. TK as well. I really like I TK. don't like the fact that I like Spike. I like them all though. Howard, I've got to like Howard, you know. Aye, but Robbie X. Brings the ring, I Robbie X. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. Anybody I can't choose one. It's hard to choose, yeah. Me, so probably probably me when I took that stunner off, John Myers. Yeah. Oh, When you were Vince Powers. Right, this interview was nearly at five minutes. It might as well be called the popping with version. And your final question, gentlemen. Including a booger and a DJ, is wrestling real? Of course it is. Of course it is. Did that happen tonight? <laughs> it's not happen? dead. It's definitely not dead. If it's it happened, not dead. if it happened, it's real. And it did happen. Did you get definitely. goosebumps at any point in the, uh, the night? Uh, I actually did. I actually yeah, pointed yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, goosebumps it, never lie. No, you reach just <laughs> I think, I think, That's why it's tattooed on me arm. I think it, was it for, says for me, goosebumps. Never, you can't see goosebumps. Yeah, if, if anyone's listening, um, Mr. Chop is currently declothing himself in he's front of the Riverside in December. With his freeze, Goosebumps never lie, he's fucking reach. Unless you're cold. Unless, you, unless you've got the flu. Yeah. Who interviews you outside? Yeah. They're going to the studio or something. Oh, Pop and the boys, that's um, what I do. Put Rock Podcast, lads. Put Rock Podcast. See, my fa- I think, yeah, I think wrestling is real because my favourite, my only, I don't, I'm not really bothered about wrestling matches. Mm. I like entrances and surprises so if you put surprise entrances together then goosebumps would never lie and you know when people say to you ah you watch wrestling me or they're the same people who watch fucking Iron Man and you think oh man it's real did it happen tonight yeah it was did it make you laugh did it make you cry did it make you want to fucking beat people up yeah so it's real it gives you feelings it's real if you'll indulge me chop did it did it pop the boys Oh, no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Carl. <laughs> right. Every, every show pops up. Everyone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for your time, Jens. No problem. Thank you, guys. You'll probably see this tomorrow on Spotify and iTunes and any other podcast. I'll listen to it because I love listening to anything no, about the <laughs> you won't, you'll, you'll see. Any wrestlers dead? <laughs> so finally, Carl, yeah. we've got um, we've played our interviews with Mr. Campbell, yeah. with Mr. Chop, yeah. Mr. Bowers. We've booked all of our card except for one match the main event of the night right the main event this is why we're all here we've asked the people what their favourite memories are we've yeah. done the work we put on the legwork for once it's so hard to act this crap like gen- <laughs> genuinely you guys will never know how much effort it is to be this mediocre honestly so much time and effort goes into us looking this garbage it's fucking... do you realise how much top class podcast we could put out if we, we didn't want to look this crap yeah. yeah this is totally intentional yeah absolutely 100% intentional Right, so uh, you want to spit fire on that main event because I know we've got different main events. We've got different main events. I've just noticed um, there are two, there are two wrestlers in my main event. I don't think make your card. Um, who's but, your main? Yes, there is. There is sadly. Wow, um, that, I'm very surprised at that because I know one of them is one of my favourites. One of them is, is absolutely one of my favourites. But listen, but you, you that's talk how hard it's been to. You talk about your main event and the reasons as to why you pick, and then I'll talk about mine and the reasons why maybe them guys have missed out on mine. Yep. Uh, so, like I said um, in the last show, I came to North at the perfect time. I came 
when the main event was TK Kubar and Rory Coyle, where Spike Trevier in, involved himself in that match, gave Rory the middle finger as he was about to retain. Um, he ended up retaining, but the match that followed was a triple threat match, Spike Trevier versus TK Cooper versus Rory Coyle, which, which turns into Spike Trevier walking out the new North champion. That's my pick for the main event. No, it was a listen. It is a it is a grand pick, and it was a tremendous match, and um, it was a jaw dropping match. It was uh, it was great. fantastic. Now the two guys that don't make my main event are TK Cooper and Rory Coyle. Uh, it's no surprise to anybody who's listened to the show that we are huge TK Cooper and Rory Coyle fans. But the match it I must picked, have been very hard. Like, it really was very hard. hard for me, very hard because I love Rory and I love do you, TK. Do you know what? Uh, do you know what? Do you know what? Uh, do you know how they would have been allowed on the card? Huh? If you had a special mention. Yeah, but I don't play that game, Craig. <laughs> this, is, this is a seven. This, this is a seven match card. I'm not just adding special mentions in there. So the match I picked also turned out to be the North match of the year. Yeah. Uh, presented by a substandard podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, at an awards show, literally yesterday. Um, Guys, if you don't know, he's referring to us. Yeah. Um, so I picked Spike Trevier versus Mark Haskins great match because that match to me was good versus evil literally good versus evil one of the best in the world in Haskins and I, I don't think there's any denying it ironically like and I, I know this is me going all GCSE English literature yeah. it was a good versus evil but their characters were represented by total different sides of the coin you had Haskins representing good but he was also representing chaos yeah. and do what you want and dress how you want and look how you want Spectre Bay is representing that D&D that lawful evil look like this act like this talk like this perform like this mm. and it was just a really great dichotomy it was a it was a beautiful story of a match it wasn't Craig's really happy said dichotomy it wasn't it wasn't the the brawl that we had seen with Ricky Shane Page it wasn't the the high flying acrobatics we'd seen with the uh, TK Cooper and um, Rory triple threat or the opportunist yeah it was a good old fashioned wrestling storytelling of Spike here Spike being the chicken shit heel trying to do anything he can to get the upper hand but being so perfectly aware of his character that every single thing in that match made sense every move everything there, was, there wasn't a wasted move not not one bit and it was and it had that fake hope that false hope we talked we talked the genius about it at the last show like we, we were like oh well he was like, oh, we knew Haskins wasn't going to take it, though. We were like, yeah, but for a second, we all believed it. Yeah, like, We all believed it. And the Rory's title defence had to come to an end at a time. Yeah, all good So things. Spike winning it in that triple threat made sense. In such a shithouse way. The yeah. Co- the Coalition, again, going back to my pick, the Coalition yeah. getting involved, yeah. it was dreadful. You thought TK was going to win it. Like, using the shenanigans that Rory brings into a match. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, he, you, he was, know, he was, he li- you live by the he, die by the sword he literally cracked one of his video tapes over Rory's head yeah. and it's like yes he's got him yeah. uh, after all the schmoz with the anti-fun police getting in and Spike literally just picks TK hides him out of the ring yeah. gets Rory for the the completely legal pin I'm not saying it was a fair pin I'm yeah. saying it was legal. legal Yes, that's the best type of correct technically Technic correct is the best type of correct as we know yeah so that made sense that, that had to happen that there had to be a movement on but when Trevay Haskins and we all thought Haskins had won it there was just an explosion of joy because we had viscerally hated Spike for taking away from us our champion your cult leader yeah our cult leader in in giving us this new coalition but then when we found out no because he was that good he knew where he was in that ring that, we got his feet under that rope I think there was one foot yeah and it's, we can't have nice things because he won't allow us to essentially yeah that's it it, we in, are all at the whims of Spike Trevay and he's just smarter than most of us in for me I've, we've seen great matches all year and we've seen great matches in North Progress whatever that will make my top 5 matches of this year because yeah. I, I loved every second of it it was just a great great match I am also huge Haskins Mark um, no it's Mark Haskins oh sorry huge Haskins Mark no huge, huge Mark Haskins Mark yeah we'll go with that thanks we'll and I also that. love me some Spike Trevay because hands down right now Spike's the best heel in the UK. Yeah, uh, it's very hard to disagree. I don't. I'm, I know I hesitated there, yeah. as if I was trying to think. I was just that. That's not. 
and maybe Robbo in progress, but at the minute he's kind of flitting. Yeah. Or at least he gets some positive reaction. Like if you get one person cheering you, you already have one more person. What Spike Trivia has, yeah. he one. is universally fucking hated. Yeah, because and he's so he's so good at what he does. Man. He's amazing at what he does. So I think that the one the one um, the one thing we can say about both our cards here is Spike Spike Trivia. Spectre is in that main event. Spectre is, is a main is event a, guy. Is a deserving main event. Yeah, he's there. Um, we might disagree. All of North agrees with me, though. I wouldn't say all. Well, we won. Yes, you did You did win. We won. It's very easy to ignore the popular vote. Listen, we won. <laughs> and that's the important thing. Yeah, because we were technically right. That, What's the most important right, Craig? That is the best time to correct. Yeah. Technically correct. Technically correct. So, yeah. So, I'm, I'm happy with that. I I wouldn't just dis- like listen if if you took me to your card. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't say no take me home. Yeah, that's worth it. That's worth the fifteen. Yeah, I'd pay I'd pay fifty I'd pay seventy fifty go to the VIP. I'm assuming you've got question north booked on yours. Absolutely. I have mine booked top of the show question north. Oh, um I I apparently take it too seriously so I didn't book that question north round uh, you shouldn't take things too seriously, Craig. Sorry man. Uh, but uh, on the subject of Mr. Trivier, uh Mr. Cooper and in in general his uh, ETM Boys, escaping the mid card. Man, should get a couple of words with them. Surprisingly, after the last North show, should we have them? Yeah, let's go for it. We've uh, asked what the escaping the mid cards goals for twenty twenty is. So, uh, crack on. Uh, I'm Damon Moser, and I'm Spike Trevay. Uh, my twenty nineteen North memory is coming out after just one appearance to a really nice reaction. Even though I was meant to be a bit of an ass, everyone liked me, so. Didn't buy shares. My 2019 moment was uh, winning the belt and then not really having to defend it since then because of an injury that I may or may not have. And uh, also was telling the person holding the microphone and his cretin friend um, to uh, fuck themselves. And uh, I don't know if they did, but they did. They're the only ones that would. So, good. Fantastic. So here's to a. Uh, decade into 2020 and uh, a very poor Christmas for you hunger it is I'm TK Cooper and I am Chuck Mando we are ETM and uh, I want to say right now my favourite North Memory 2019 was today was today and in fun place with my best friend and the my best friend top top bill and here's hoping we got a shit ton more of it done in 2020. Well, that was good. Yeah. Do I have any more stories that completely fucking bury me? Um, uh, I mean, I've probably got loads of stories <laughs> that will bury him. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep it brief and not bury each other because it's the end of the year and let's be nice. Yeah, that's a... Let's be nice to each other. And uh, before we go, Crick, yeah. let's, uh, let's, let's, if I may... Oh, he's going off script. I am going off script. We yeah. don't have a script. We shoot from the hips. And other places. Oh, uh-huh. I would like don't make it weird. right here, right now. Five questions of doom. Everybody knows the rules. Oh shit! You are springing that on me. Springing that on you. Do you remember the five questions of doom? Find out. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh shit! I'm assuming you're tailoring it to the uh, the north card because if you ask what brought you here today, I'm just going to go. Oh, I, I, I slept on your sofa last night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had a he had a bed and he still chose a sofa. Turned uh, out really comfy sofa. So I know I love that sofa. Okay, so right, five questions. Yeah. Everyone knows the rules. Who are you? Uh, my name is Craig. I do a substandard podcast with one of my good friends. Earliest wrestling memory. My earliest wrestling memory. Um, for better for worse, my earliest wrestling memory was watching it air a Monday Night Raw episode when it aired on Friday on Sky Sports, uh, and they were advertising a bra and panties match. Oh yeah. My dad made me. My dad made me turn around and face the other way whilst oh that match. Whilst that match went on. Thank God, wrestling changed. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's genuinely my earliest memory. Because, like, dad, you're letting us watch us all these matches. Why am I not allowed to watch that? Turns out it's you know. No, it's a strip show. It's 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 essentially soccer porn, which I'm pretty sure like a seven or eight year old didn't need to see at the time. Uh, you've got your teenage as you've seen it though, didn't it? Oh man, it's so far too much. Yeah. It's absolutely crippled my love life. Wow. <laughs> so, who or what brought you to North? Uh, you brought me to North, and uh, I I stick around now because I want to see Spike Trevay get his heat kicked in. I've, I've actually told him that several yeah. times, and he's like, no, no, 
Thanks for that. <laughs> I was like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I get that. And that segues nicely into your favourite wrestler in North this year. I hear the bastard, but Spike Trivia is, one of, is, Spike is one, of the best, one of the best talents in British independent wrestling. Can't argue with that at all. And the fifth and final question on Question Doom. Craig Wegman of Popping the Boys podcast. Yes. Is wrestling real? Wrestling's absolutely real. Uh, to quote Jim Ross, how do you learn to fall off a 20 foot ladder? You don't. Exactly. Do you know what you should do? Just not. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> just don't just do not do it. For, <laughs> for being professional athletes, they're really fucking bad at climbing ladders. Yeah, you know terrible. It. I mean, the DIY in their house must be horrendous. Oh, God. Those will be huge. Yeah. You know what? Fucking, I'm going to ask you now. Well, you're going to ask me... Fuck it, yeah. You, 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 gonna... you want to spring those five questions to do, Monis? I'll yeah. do it with you. Okay. Mr. Richardson? Yeah. <laughs> you always do this on five questions and Mr. Two. Carl Richardson? <laughs> Mr. Carl Richardson from Palmersville? Yeah. Who are you? I'm uh, one Carlos Richardson from <laughs> <laughs> from, uh, from Palmersville. I am uh, one half of Popping the Boys pod. Um, yep, yeah. that's me. Uh, what's your earliest wrestling memory? My earliest wrestling memory is probably why I love tag team wrestling so much is uh, we used to have the old VHS of the very first Survivor Series wow and the first um, the first match on that was the uh, the the like 10 on 10 tag team match fucking hell so you had all the faces on one side and all the heels on the other and I remember seeing like Demolition and Powers of Pain and, and uh, the Rockers and the Hearts and the Brain Busters and, um, and that was it I was hooked and then like my young mind couldn't comprehend like the ultimate warrior and Hulk Hogan um, and that was it really that's what got me hooked like all those many moons ago watching that watching that video at my nana's lovely uh, um, so obviously I know that you were one. Of, you're essentially one of the OGs of North uh, without people realising that you were there at the first show so obviously we'll gloss, like, go over that what brought you to that first show um, just wanting to get back into independent wrestling just wanting to get back into wrestling um like everybody, I think all wrestling fans, we sort of we dip in and out at times. Yeah. Um, and I was sort of I was sort of bored with the WWE. TNA wasn't really doing anything, and I wanted to see more live wrestling. Yeah. But you know, there's not there wasn't at the time loads of options. And then uh, I used to work a lot on the Keyside, uh, so I have quite an affinity to the Keyside. Yeah. And I was down there one night, and I think I seen like a flyer or something or something for North. And I just said to one of my mates, I was like, oh, we should check this out. And and I went, and I, you know, I've missed a few shows on the way, uh, but I'm thankful I went. Yeah. It's still the best, I've still the best wrestling show I go to. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy I did go. Happy I gave it a chance. Yeah, it seems to have worked out well for both of them. Yeah, it's done Harry, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's done uh, Harry. Who's your favourite card? Uh, wrestler on North's card? Currently. Yeah. Oh, this is a tough one for us. Yeah. Um, I do love Spike Trevor. Do love Spike Trevor. I think, but I'm a Rory guy. You are a Rory guy. <laughs> I'm a Rory guy. I know. Yeah, I think, I think more because of getting to know him and how much I just think like he's getting, he's got better, especially over like the last six months we've been going. I'm, I'm probably most excited about Screwface going forward. Yeah, hit really, really hitting his stride as yeah, a. I really want to see him. I, is, I want him to be the one that takes the title. From yeah, Spike. like really hitting his stride as is a badass face. Shit, like a shit. Yeah, figure. yeah, that's like the, you know the sheriff of North, if you will. Mm. Um, yeah, that. so so for right now, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say Mister Ahmed. Mister Ahmed. I'm gonna say Mister Ahmed. It, and we'll, we'll name drop friend of the podcast, Mister Ahmed. Big friend of the podcast, Mister Screwface Ahmed. <laughs> if that is his real name, <laughs> <laughs> who knows, Craig? Um, Final question, is wrestling real? Yep, has been, always will be, never won't be. Fair enough. Um, so I think for one of our last stories, like the positive side of North, um, I'm just going to pull that curtain back on, on my life a little bit. Yeah, I, um, I'm i a huge fan of the story. It's uh, it's between us, known as the July story. Yeah. Um, and I'm a like, I'll, I'll let you tell it. Cool. Uh, so obviously I'm not going to give any spiel or you know one liners or anything shit like that um at the back end of july on the day of uh party till you puke i ended up getting a um getting a phone call off off my mom um saying that my granddad was really unwell and he might not have too long left uh he ended up passing later that night um weirdly that's not the crux of this story um so we me and call ended up just 
continuing drinking, like not let that news affect the night. Um, the show was fantastic, by the way. The show was fucking great. Um, I think that no, that wasn't the Tropicana one. No, that was a show afterwards. Mm. Um, I do. It was the um, Ricky Shane Page one. It was. It was Ricky. It was Ricky Shane. Ricky and Ricky and Spike. That was fucking yeah. great. Anyway, so we go to uh, Poplos afterwards. Uh, get the phone call, being like, "Oh, y- your dad's coming to pick you up. We-, we need you back like as soon as possible." Me thinking, you know, I was going to have a bit, a bit longer out. Like yeah. think, think it was going to be a night of it, and I'll address the awful news in the morning when that happens. No, it, the turn of events moved up a bit quicker. Um, so I'm uh, getting picked up from the riverside. I'm sat on the curb in just fucking floods of tears. Um, you kind of just stood there awkwardly, being like, "I don't know how to deal with this." I'm, well, you're in the cellar. This year. Yeah. I'm trying to be a supporter friend. I, uh, <laughs> you know, you're in a hard place, and I'm just trying to support as best I can until your dad comes to pick you up. Um, it was obviously a very we'd had a really good night and it was weird way to end it um, knowing how close you are to your, your granddad um, so we were, yeah, we were there on the curb and I was just sort of being me in, in awkward situations my thing is always to try and make jokes and I was trying to make you laugh and all that sort of daft shit that you probably didn't need at the time but <laughs> I, I was trying to do whatever I could do to ease the situation but then uh, someone else came in and kind of eased the situation Um it was Screwface Ahmed. Um, he was there with his missus, and uh, obviously I ended up plonking myself on the curb right next to his car unintentionally. And he was like, "Yeah, right, mate." Um, and, he, and he has me just fucking face as red as it comes, like tears been doing my face, just kind of wipe it away. And be like, "Oh shit, you're Screwface Ahmed!" And I, I just thought having a bit of crap. I was like. Oh, I was really excited to see your match for TK like tonight. Um, but obviously, Jern is injured. Like Jern Simmons stepped in. It was a really good match. I'm a really big fan. And like, I'm I'm pretty sure he must have looked at me and be like, "The fuck's up with this kid?" Because like, I've been I've been bubbling like yeah. like ten seconds prior, and then I just essentially no saw that like Hulk Hogan in the eighties. Oh, you hooked up like yeah. It was um, it was a nice moment for me because obviously, um, Screwface sort of looked at me and been like, "Oh." Uh, is he okay because I think he was wondering what was going on mm. um, and I like sort of just shook my head like no but you know it's, it's, it's going to be a read sort of thing um, and then just for him to take five minutes out of his time yeah, just to say like how are you doing are you alright and you know it, 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 it wasn't a lot and, it, and his miss as well she's lovely she also asked how everybody's getting on and, and it, it meant a lot to two fans yeah um, that's all we are. Yeah, that's all we are. But it also meant a lot to uh, people, like to, the, like two people, to people like it. It really meant a lot to you, and it, it meant loads to me. Like I, I've said to you, like it says a lot about the character of a man that he didn't know her. Yeah, yeah. didn't know her from anybody. Didn't even know we had been at the show. Let's yeah. be honest. Um, and he just stopped just to make sure that you were okay. Yeah. And um, one of the, one of the like. Not to take over your story here, because I know it's a very poignant story and no, it no. means a lot. Crack on, man. This is our this is our podcast. Yeah, what um, one of the best things I you know we we've done this year and I've definitely done this year. It's been a bit of a, a crazy year for both of us. Um, was that Screwface interview, and I thought it was very apt that that he was our he, first. Interview. He was our first interview, and weirdly, we were his first podcast. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Um, in it, it meant a lot and then when he turned up to be like I recognise you guys yeah, he, he which was go, weird and he goes uh, I, I recognise you you've been to a couple of classes and said that to you yeah to me to you not me uh, and like weirdly me and you had discussed telling this story to, to him, him. Uh, obviously if you listen to the podcast you know that it takes on a completely new tone and it would have been absolutely inappropriate to to put that story in about us Yeah. Uh, but then just like Mr. Ahmed just kind of goes no wait that's where he's like yeah. I spoke to you outside of a show once and, while, and I'm thinking to myself mate that was four months ago yeah, and he like it, for five minutes yeah, he... it just it was probably like shit like how how have you remembered that and he was like you were quite drunk at the time I was like oh boy you don't know the half of it well the party till you puke yeah. Uh, but yeah it meant a lot that I remembered and it meant a lot that he, um, he stopped by just to say yeah okay yeah. Um, you know that's that's the beauty of independent wrestling like and I feel like that's I'm not speaking for the boys as yeah. in the backstage culture but definitely feels as though in the last few years there's definitely a culture shift in British independent wrestling where they're just good people first and foremost I think it encapsulates it 
Like, and also, you know, Screwface would have done that, and I think you know any of the fans probably would have done that. You know, and it's a, it's a truly lovely, lovely thing. Um, it just so happened that you know the bloke that came up was the uh, the future North champion. Yeah, yeah, the future North champ. Can't wait to see that. And you know, we were big fans before, and we're even bigger fans now oh, on, on a personal level. Absolutely. Screwface Ahmed, the wrestler, is a fantastic wrestler. Screwface Ahmed, the man, Jamie Ahmed. Is a fun, is a, I did it because fuck it is yeah. a fantastic fantastic man yeah uh, so, yeah. so you know from me you know thanks and for absolutely from me yeah. um, so we're going to wrap this up and um, before we do uh, I would just like to say a quick thanks to not only people that waste their time listening to us we really do appreciate this not only to you for being involved in this process uh, but also to North and Bowers the, the triumvirate yeah and Tom and and Chop and you know pretty much anybody at North that, that gives us a retweet or gives us a favourite or Jordan Jordan yeah Jordan's been great like like see the impact he's had on independent wrestling's absolutely motivated me to step up my I think if Jordan to me meant loads because he um he sort of opened the door to be like these guys are these guys are alright yeah. give these guys some time and I'm I'm truly grateful of that but I'm really grateful for Bowers letting us do this I know it doesn't change his life that we do this yeah. but they've got their own podcast they could quite happily tell us to just to do one yeah and, like you know how, I mean? how I find find someone else find, this is our, find a new hobby this is our corner now um but and also they don't need to give us the recognition they do and and I would just like to say like. For two wrestling fans, two for two absolute fucking marks, um, <laughs> we we really do appreciate all the service that North have given us. And um, as far as I'm concerned, as long as North's going, I'm going to be on this microphone promoting it to anybody that will listen. Absolutely, um, um, I'll be retweeting and plugging the shit out of everything we do, and because it's a direct result of everything that North do. Yeah. Like it's it's absolutely symbiotic. We're completely latching on air <laughs> oh, yeah. on the North. Oh yeah, we are hitching our wagon. Good sir. <laughs> But um, yeah, so just thanks to everybody that's uh, that's given me the time of day. Thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks to North Wrestling. Uh, have a hope you've had a great Christmas. I hope you have a great New Year. Can't wait to see you on the first of Feb. Yep, sweet. I've uh, got one more thing for you, Mister Richardson. Oh, oh please, Craig. You know I love guns, but a piece. <sighs> Shit, I do. <laughs>